0: How do you commit the perfect crime in science? That's an interesting question, isn't it? How do you commit the perfect crime in science? You know how you do it? You don't tell the whole truth. It's like so many other crimes. You just don't tell the whole truth. You don't reveal all the data. You don't reveal all the statistics. No, There's an agenda at work behind the scenes. It's called money. It's called power. It's called perks and position. That's how you commit the perfect crime in science. You just don't reveal all the facts. Today on Viewpoint, we're going to take a look at the COVID corruption. The COVID corruption. And uh, I hope you'll stay tuned, friends. It's been a little while since... We've done a program concerning this subject, and it's particularly appropriate since in the last 10 days, my wife and I had opportunity to sit and interview face-to-face for an hour and a half one of the principal, most experienced, most knowledgeable doctors in epidemiology and virology in the, in the continental United States. I have the book in my hands. We'll be interviewing this author sometime in the next couple of weeks, probably. But today we're going to talk about the COVID corruption. How do you commit the perfect crime in science? Another question that this uh, individual presented to us was, how far will our government go to attack members of what it perceives to be its domestic opposition? In other words, what measures would the United States government employ against its own citizens even to protect its power and its political orientation? Interesting question. Then again, this individual stated this, I never realized scientific and medical research could be so dangerous to a person's health. Well, not only dangerous to their health, but dangerous to their wealth, friends. Today, the COVID corruption. And I'm so glad that you've joined us. It's conversation is always with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. And even as a British commander has now called for Joseph Biden to be court-martialed, because of his dealing with Afghanistan, and even as a U.S. Marine officer has sent in his resignation citing loss of trust and confidence in the leadership, particularly the commander-in-chief and those he has appointed, today we focus not on what we can't do something about, and that is what's already happened in Afghanistan, but perhaps what we might still be able to do something about with regard to the COVID corruption. And indeed, people are scared spitless. There are those who are so frightened, they have bought into a, a regime, a history of uh, fear-mongering that is so great concerning the matter of COVID that they have absolutely no understanding, no knowledge not even a will to have an understanding or knowledge concerning other oppositional facts concerning what they're being told by Joe Biden, by the CDC, and by Tony Fauci, and even Dr. Collins, head of the National uh, Health Service. So, today on Viewpoint, we move into this realm you know they say that fools rush in where angels fear to tread, and there are many that do fear to tread this area uh, for various reasons. Whether they're uh, certainly MSNBC, uh, CBN uh, C- and <laughs> CBNC, and so all of these, uh, they do not uh, have any will whatsoever to tread in these realms because they are part of the corruption. They are not part of the solution. They're not part of the delivery of facts. They're part of the delivery of fiction in the name of facts. In other words, if you don't tell the whole truth, you're actually delivering a form of fiction. Oh, it can be truth insofar as you give the information. But if you don't give all the information, then you have no ability to weigh the various so-called facts against one another to determine where the truth actually lies or where the predominance of truth actually lies. And for that reason, when a witness is called to the stand in a court trial, they're asked to raise their right hand. And as I used to do when I was a trial lawyer, uh, would have a witness called to the stand and the court clerk would say, will you please raise your right hand and declare after me, that the testimony that you now give before this court shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And I never had a witness yet who didn't answer affirmatively. They so promised, and then they turned around and prevaricated. That is, they lied. Some of what they said they would consider to be white lies. But what's the difference between a white lie? and a gray lie, and a black lie. Well, it depends on who's telling it, and it depends on the consequences of telling it. But what if what is being promulgated in the name of truth by our government officials, i.e., Dr. Tony Fauci, who is the highest-paid, believe it or not, the highest-paid government official in America, the highest-paid government official in America, Dr. Tony Fauci, and what if he has reasons why he would not want to tell the whole truth concerning COVID, concerning the viruses, concerning vaccinations, and so on? What if Francis Collins, Dr. Francis Collins, head of the National Health Institute of Health, would have reasons why he would not want to disclose all of the information concerning In fact, studies that have been done years ago, even before COVID showed up on the scene, that would have provided direct information, application, and perhaps protection for untold thousands, if not millions, of people with regard to the COVID-19 infection. All of those things here as we move forward on the program today. For instance, this one, boom, major law firm concerns the Federal uh, Drug Administration deceived America with its confusing so-called approval of the Pfizer vaccination. Pfizer vaccination, when the U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced August 23rd, it had granted full approval to the first COVID vaccine under the brand name Comirnaty, the mainstream media immediately ran with the narrative. Joe Biden jumped on it in front of a microphone, stepped up the mandates for vaccines uh, vaccines for all employees. But what didn't they tell us? We'll find out when we get back. What they didn't say. The COVID corruption, that's what we're talking about here today on Viewpoint. The devil's always in the details, always. Some of us weren't fooled, and most were. When Dr. Anthony Fauci told the national media outlets that he expected a whole host of new mandates to be fueled by the approval of the Pfizer jab, there was only one problem. The so-called approval given by the FDA was not for the Pfizer jab currently available in the U.S. market. Did you know that? This particular article indicates that over the past three days, they had received nearly 150,000 reads that the FDA was playing bait-and-switch with Americans tricking them into believing the shots currently being offered have been granted full approval when they have not. But because few looked beneath the facade and checked the facts of what the FDA actually did and not what the media and Joe Biden's administration said it did, they say we took some heat. Even some of our own subscribers questioned whether we might have gotten it wrong. No, no. It was the corporate media who got the story wrong. And as a result, thousands of Americans no doubt capitulated and went ahead and rolled up their sleeves, thinking they had no other choice legally than to succumb to their employers' mandates. But on August 27th, the Orlando, Florida-based Liberty Council, perhaps the most respected Christian legal firm in the nation, issued a press release that confirmed the story. I have it in front of me. The Food and Drug Administration, FDA, has done a bait-and-switch by announcing it's approved it approved its first COVID-19 vaccine in order to push the vaccine mandates and protect the Pfizer pharmaceutical company from legal liability. However, said the law firm, there is currently no fully licensed COVID shot on the United States market. So... Here's what they say. All existing Pfizer vials, that's in the hundreds of millions, remain under the federal emergency use authorization, meaning people have the option to accept or refuse. The third or booster Pfizer shot is identical to the above and remains under the Emergency Act with limited use to certain categories of people. Next, the BioNTech received FDA approval for people ages 16 and above under the name Comirnaty, but there are no Comirnaty doses available in the United States. In other words, there is currently no FDA-approved COVID-19 injection available anywhere in the United States. Every COVID shot in America remains under the Emergency Act and thus people have the option to accept or refuse them. They didn't want you to know that though. Even when an FDA approved COVID shot becomes available, individuals are protected by federal law and many states laws from being forced to get these shots based on their sincere religious beliefs or conscience rights. On August 23rd, the FDA issued two separate letters for two separate injections. There are now two legally distinct, that is Pfizer versus BioNTech, but otherwise identical products. The first letter is regarded regarding FDA's Biologics license application approval for the Pfizer Inc. BioNTech COVID-19 injection, which has been named Comirnaty. Yet Pfizer has not started manufacturing or labeling this drug for US distribution. So it's not even available in the U.S. And it's unclear whether or not it is protected by a liability shield, but web-based U.S. government communications indicate that the same program that provides compensation for COVID vaccine-related injuries will apply. But apparently at this time, there's no compensation paid to people injured by one of the COVID shots via the CICP. Now, I don't have time to go into uh, further details concerning this uh, extensive letter uh, and release from the law firm. But I do have in my hands the very publication coming from the FDA, U.S. Food and Drug Administration, dated August twenty third, two 2021, addressed to Pfizer, Inc., attention, Ms. Elisa Harkins, the very letter that the law firm in florida is referencing when they supposedly granted, were granted full approval to the first covid vaccine under the brand name comirnaty which is not even available in the united states what do you make of that does that bother you it should because a sleight of hand has been uh, pulled on the American people and on corporations and school districts and churches all over America. This, friends, is no way to run an airline, as they say. It's no way to run a government. It's no way to run a federal drug administration or a national health institution or any other Federal Institute, National Institute of Health, whatever. It's no way to run these things when you don't tell the whole truth. It's deception. And if this were done, if this were done by a corporation, they would be held for fraud in a civil court and perhaps also in a criminal court. It's deception in the inducement To get people to take a vaccine, which numerous and growing references, studies, are saying is very, very dangerous. Not just dangerous to you today, but increasingly dangerous to you tomorrow, and in five years, and ten years. Wait till you hear the interview we do with the expert that we spoke to -to face-to-face for an hour and a half last week. Wait till you hear that interview. This person has been on the inside, has worked with Dr. Fauci, has worked, uh, interfaced with the Department of uh, uh, National Institute of Health, Dr. Collins, and all of the doctors behind the scenes and is so distressed and so disturbed by the deception. Well, I'll leave the rest of the story for when we do the interview. But you'll have to anchor your seatbelt when we get to it. Next, hospital admissions due to COVID-19 are down now in the US for the first time since June. Contrary to what you've been told, the weekly average number of hospital admissions due to COVID 19 has dropped in the last week for the first time since the end of June, according to the data released by the Department of Health and Human Services. But that information doesn't help their agenda to stir up more fear to mandate you getting the vaccine. So that information is not publicly released. Now, it doesn't mean that there aren't any people that are hospitalized. But it does mean that the real facts are that over for the past seven days, hospital admissions are down. the first time since June. Dr. Anthony Fauci, however, District Director at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, recently said that COVID-19, quote, is a very wily virus. If we keep lingering without getting those people vaccinated, that should be vaccinated. This thing could linger on, leading to the development of another variant, which could complicate things. What he didn't say is that the very vaccine itself creates the situation that encourages other variants even more virile. Didn't tell you that. Why? Because that would impede you getting the vaccine, which is the current politically correct thing to do in order to fulfill the hopes and dreams of the Biden administration for maximum vaccination. So we can say how successful they've been. Problem is that nothing is being released from any official uh, locations. The Biden administration, the CDC, uh, the FDA, Dr. Fauci, Uh, Dr. Collins, none of these officials are releasing any of the very troubling information that is not just new information, it's information going back to 2006 and 2009. That if they had paid attention to it, would have revealed they could not press on so quickly With this so called vaccine, because of the extreme potential danger on ongoing years in your health and that of your family and your children. Next piece of information 60% of those older than 50 who died from COVID 19 are double vaxxed. In other words, the vaccine was not preventing them from getting the virus, or from dying from it. As of August 15th, 68% of COVID patients admitted to hospital in the UK who were over the age of 50 had received one or two doses of COVID injections. By mid-August, 59% of the serious cases in Israel were also among those who had received two COVID injections. Mirroring what was happening in the UK. Only in the 50 and younger category were a majority, that is 74% of British COVID patients, unvaccinated. And those claiming uh, uh, those claiming were in a pandemic of the unvaccinated failed to differentiate between age groups. So this report says we cannot rely on U.S. data to get a clear idea of how the COVID shots are working since the CDC has chosen to only track breakthrough cases that result in hospitalization or death. Why? Because if they tracked all of them, it would show a different picture. Reanalysis of Pfizer's Moderna's and uh, uh, Janssen's COVID trial data using the proper endpoint show that the shots are actually hurting the health of the population, and if mass vaccination continues, we face, quote, a looming vaccine-induced public health catastrophe, unquote. A new study shows that vaccinated individuals are up to 13 times more likely to get infected with the new Delta variant than unvaccinated individuals who have had a natural COVID infection. So the so-called statement, the oft-repeated refrain, that we're in a pandemic of the unvaccinated, meaning those who have not received the COVID jab make up the bulk of those hospitalized and dying from the Delta variant, is absolutely untrue. On August 20th, England's chief medical officer, Professor Chris Witty made this tweet. Four weeks working on a COVID ward makes stark the reality that the majority of our hospitalized COVID patients are unvaccinated and regret delaying. Some are very sick, including young adults. Please don't delay your vaccine. But curiously, if you take the time to actually look at the data, what you find is that this blanket statement is very deceptive. Very deceptive indeed. So when you look at it, you find that as of August 15th, 58% of COVID patients admitted to the hospital who were over the age of 50 had actually received two doses of COVID injections and 10% had received just one. So partially or fully vaccinated individuals made up 68% of the hospitalizations. So, the health administrator in the UK deceived the public by manipulating the statistics so as to not tell the whole truth. How does that make you feel, my friend? We'll be back. There is so much
1: more about Chuck Chrismeyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, on the front page are two great videos. First, an interview and discussion of Chuck's book, Out of Egypt. Also, a great TV interview with Chuck regarding his book, Seduction of the Saints. Much more videos, a for pastors only section, and also you can view Chuck's weekly teachings all at his website, Prayer and revival information, all at saveus.org.
0: Today we focus on COVID corruption here on Viewpoint. As we say regularly, Viewpoint does determine destiny. And there are no neutral viewpoints, not really. And in order to form a truly honest, uncorruptible viewpoint, it's necessary to get all the facts. That's called truth. God says he desired truth in the inward parts. Not just truth on the outward, but truth on the inward parts. In other words, your motivation for saying what you say or not saying what you don't say is part of God's view of whether or not you're a truth lover or not. Whether or not you tell the truth or not. Whether or not you're a deceiver or not. many are led to believe that the real problem here is the news media, that the news media is promoting the vaccine and so on, which it is, but it's basing its promotion on what they're hearing from the so-called trusted and uncorruptible sources, such as Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins, head of the national Institute of health and, uh, Joseph Biden, and other medical doctors and so on. But what you find out as you probe, you find out that they all have a hand in the cookie jar in some way. Doctors are afraid. They're afraid to tell the truth, the rest of the truth, because of what will happen to them. That people will actually go after them for their medical licenses. Or that the drug companies will no longer service them. Oh, friends, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until finally you realize that your very life may be on the line. That's how serious this is. And I'm not talking about the life of those who get or don't get the vaccine. I'm talking about the life of those who actually have the chutzpah to question the veracity of what's being said. Oh, they don't want to let that out at all because there are billions of dollars resting in the balance. And that's just in the year to come. But now they're mandating these vaccines every six months. Have you noticed that? First of all, you just had to slow down the virus, so we're going to... We're going to uh, just uh, have a very two-week period in which we're going to uh, prevent the hospitals from getting overwhelmed. And then that multiplied and that multiplied, and then you had masks that had to be worn continually, and then you had to have, uh, you know, social distancing. And then things began to become mandated longer and longer periods of time, and schools began to mandate things and businesses began to mandate things. You see how the trajectory of this? The trajectory of this was not based upon scientific honesty. At very best, it was based upon speculation. That's at very best. But on the other hand, if you really knew what the scientific information was that they already had in their hands from previous studies concerning vaccines and how they were developed and what the effects were on human beings, oh, my friend, you'd cry your eyes out while wringing your hands. Let's go to Israel for a moment. In Israel, where vaccine uptake has been very high due to restrictions on freedom for those who don't comply, the data show that those who have received the COVID jab are almost seven times more likely to get infected than people with just natural immunity. The fully vaccinated also made up the bulk of serious cases and COVID-related deaths in July of this year. In an August 16th article, science article, uh, Israel Ministry of Health uh, is quoted saying that the nation has entered a critical time in the race against the pandemic. So he alleged that he was given a third booster shot and the day they began offering a third dose to people over the age of 50. However, from the Public Health England's data, it seemed that clear that the COVID shots are failing to protect people over the age of 50 in the U.K. as well. So it's only a matter of time before the booster shots are rolled out there, too. And this is precisely what uh, Ran Baliser, Chief Innovation Officer at uh Clalit uh, Health Services, Israel's largest health maintenance organization, told Science, if it can happen here, it can probably happen everywhere. The statistics in Israel and in the UK are radically different than what we're being told in this country. Resistance to vaccine mandates is growing among tens of thousands. People wait in an observation area after receiving their COVID-19 vaccine at the Jacob K. Javits Convention Center in in New York. The federal government likely hasn't run an advocacy campaign like its current pro-COVID-19 vaccination messages in decades and it's joined by most state governments as well as big industry, big tech, education, business, and travel interests. Get your COVID shot. You're warned and even threatened, even though the benefits are subject to question and the side effects have put thousands in hospitals or their graves. But a surging number of Americans are simply rejecting the message as not true. Not true. Matt Staver, founder of Liberty Council, runs one of the legal teams that across the country now are facing a nonstop barrage of telephone and email requests for help fighting demands that students and employees take the experimental shots. He confirmed in a recent email message that his organization has received more than 10,000 requests from people desperate to escape the shot mandates. So his organization filed a lawsuit against Maine, Already, where officials simply decided no one was allowed to have a religious belief opposing vaccinations, including the COVID-19 shots that were developed with the use of cell lines from aborted infants. Would you get a COVID vaccine if your exemption is not approved? The state-turned-church apparatus simply said no one could claim to have a belief against its shot requirements. And that's where we stand now, friends all over the country, if people, if the state of Maine tries to remove the religious exemption, just think how that will metastasize across the states of the union. Do hospitals really think they can terminate 60, 80 percent of their staff members? In one hospital with 23,000 employees and contractors, 80-plus percent are saying no to the shots. At another with 14,000 employees, 66% are saying no. So how are the hospitals going to fill the void? How will those heroes feed their families? This is a situation, friends, that is coming very close to home for our family. A healthy Virginia woman said she wrote, As soon as I received the vaccine, I immediately felt shooting pains in my right eye and noticed red blood vessels had busted in my eyeball, and I began experiencing light and sound sensitivity as well as strong sense of smell. The next day, I woke up to horrible acid reflux, nausea, diarrhea, stomach cramps, and stabbing stomach pains, as well as neck pains and throbbing in the back left side of my head. I then developed insomnia, anxiety, nerve pains, and vomiting, as well as a metal taste in my mouth and a sore, swollen tongue. I also began having muscle spasms in my legs. The diarrhea, which lasted six weeks, caused a large amount of weight loss, 72 pounds. When the diarrhea subsided, the shooting neuropathy in my legs, arms, and torso began, and after seven weeks, my eyes began to start having shooting pains, and my vision was affected. Now, she's complaining she's having tremors in the occipital region of the head when laying down, as well as body shaking and muscle and joint pains. She said, I've also had memory issues and brain fog as well as ear popping, and then developing bulging veins in my hands, feet, neck, and face. Now, you may think that that's just a one-off kind of a situation, but it's not, friends. And what some of these people are experiencing early on when they get the vaccine is what honest doctors, particularly those who have been involved in the previous uh, investigations and study of these vaccines and how they're produced, they know that the likely problems are just beginning. These people may have these problems right up front. But as this goes on, and begins to invade the entire system of individuals. Their immune systems are being replaced by an artificial immune system. And the concomitant effects of that, as they echo on over time, are as one person wrote like a Frankenstein experiment. Are you listening? Now, we're not doing this program here to try to scare people who have had the vaccine. You've had the vaccine. You had it for your reasons. You made your judgment call. You did what you felt like you needed to do. Now, do your best to trust the Lord, to live healthy as as you can. Our purpose is not to rail on you, but to forewarn those who have not yet had it and who are being pressured at every point. When we get back, we'll see how. New York now has jumped into the exclusion of a religious exemption to mandate 450,000 healthcare workers to get the vaccine no matter what they claim as a religious exemption. The implications are beyond your imagination, friends. We'll be back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like?
1: But the same can be found right now. Go to SaveUs.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's SaveUs.org. Click Sell Church.
0: The COVID corruption. That's what we're talking about here today on Viewpoint. And the picture is not pretty, but you need to hold, you need to know the truth as much as we can possibly reveal to you here today of recent developments, and we'll be following up with an interview that will deal with one of the heretofore most respected researchers on vaccines and on viruses in America, particularly retroviruses which is where we're really dealing with. We'll go into those details at that time. But for now, the New, uh, New York has just acted. A New York State Department of Health board unanimously approved last Thursday that all New York health care personnel be uh, vaccinated. In passing the measure... The board scrubbed the option for a religious exemption, effectively forcing more than 450,000 healthcare workers in the state to get the jab, whether they have religious objections to the abortion tainted injection or not. In other words, no more religious exemptions will be granted, and previously obtained religious exemptions will be invalidated. This applies to those working in hospitals, nursing homes, diagnostic and treatment centers, adult care facilities, certified home health agencies, hospices, long term health care programs, AIDS home care programs, licensed home care service agencies, and limited licensed home care service agencies. Some are mandated to get their first dose by September 27th. Others by October 7th and those who refuse to take the injection may be fired. That's what happened in Houston. Remember 150 or so uh, nurses refused to get the vaccine. They were fired. Now that same hospital system is frantic to try to find medical personnel to handle their cases Now, some are objecting to the COVID vaccine since all the coronavirus injections currently on the market have close ties with abortion. However, I think the even greater concern is uh, a religious exemption that you could actually cause harm to other people By getting the vaccine, it has ramifications that you can actually become an agent to spread not only this virus, but other uh, ones that are created through the vaccine in order to try to avoid getting caught up by the vaccine. They create variants like the Delta variant. And these variants are multiplying. But I'm going to mention yet one more. And that is, there are some now who are actually saying they fear this virus or this vaccine, these vaccines may be, actually be the mark of the beast. How far would that go? Today, I received an email from another country that is taking great measures to cordon off their citizenry, to prevent citizens from coming, people from coming in or out of the country, from mandating vaccines, and so on. This individual sent to me digital, a document called Digital Documentation of COVID 19 Certificates. This was issued August 27th, 2021. I have it in my hands from the World Health Organization. It's numerous pages. And uh, the individual said to me, here is the prescription for the Mark of the Beast. Now, I have never said... And I'm not saying now that this vaccine is the mark of the beast. But what I will say is that this is precisely how, if it is not the mark of the beast, it is being set up so that the world, including Americans, including Christian Americans, will already have succumbed under the pressure and will be ready to receive the next iteration that will contain something even far more dangerous and far more nefarious than these vaccines. Oh, and it will be promoted as absolutely essential. It would be marketed to the world as the greatest thing since sliced bread. In fact, it will probably actually not only include the vaccine may very well include all your medical records, all the information concerning you, and your ability to even conduct economic transactions in order to eradicate cash in the world. It will all be transpired through the particular device that is marked on you with nanotechnology, they're called Nano dots, and whether you realize it or not, the patent application for this particular thing that I'm describing was already filed by Bill Gates and micro, uh, the uh, Bill Gates Foundation on March 13, 2020. I have a full copy of the patent application. This is not speculation, this is reality. We have now moved into a stage of world process, development, and so on, that is setting the the final stage for the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, friends, including the Antichrist himself. So whether or not this these vaccines are actually the mark of the beast to me is not the issue the issue is am i willing to submit to this kind of mandate for something that is experimental and recognized to be experimental and that incorporates the Frankenstein-type adventures of modern medicine to try to create certain things that, unbeknownst to the populace that take them, produce horrific responses over the years to come. This is not a game. And finally... A study shows that natural immunity to COVID is superior to Pfizer vaccine. A brand-new study coming from Israel says that the durability and effectiveness of gaining natural immunity to COVID-19 is far superior to the alleged protection the Pfizer mRNA shot provides for those who take it. A large-scale study from Israel, conducted with over half a million people, went on to compare the immunity of those who received both doses of the Pfizer vaccine to those who were unvaccinated that had previously had the infection. The study showed that the natural immunity conferred longer-lasting and stronger protection against infection, against symptomatic disease and hospitalization caused by the Delta variant compared to the other two-dose vaccine-induced immunity. Alarmingly, the study also found that people who had been vaccinated have a 13-fold increased risk of breakthrough infection from the dreaded Delta variant compared to the previously infected. A Harvard epidemiologist now says a major study actually demolishes the case for vaccine passports. New research confirming that natural immunity offers exponentially more protection than vaccines means vaccine passports are both unscientific and discriminatory. Notice, unscientific. The latest in an Israel study finds vaccinated individuals were 27 times more likely to get a symptomatic COVID infection than those with natural immunity. U.S. troops now are speaking out against COVID vaccine mandate. A Republican congressman has proposed a bill to block federal funding of the U.S. military vaccine mandate and hosted a conference call with troops who warned the mandate could harm military readiness. Indeed, it could, and will. So the bill, H.R. 3860, would prohibit any requirement that a member of the armed forces receive a vaccination against COVID-19. Currently, more than 800,000 service members have yet to get the shots that have been mandated by the Pentagon. An Air Force member said there is a lot of pressure from our commanders, and they tell you these sob stories to heavily persuade you. It's like harassment. It makes you wonder, will will I join the change of my life, and they're all about inclusion and diversity, but I have to restart just because of the shot? He plans to leave the Air Force if he doesn't get an exemption. He said, I'm not getting that shot. Good for him. Another Air Force member said he could receive a dishonorable discharge for refusing the vaccine. He said that's basically putting us in the same category as a rapist and a killer, which I think is insane. And additionally, you've been told that ivermectin is just horse medicine. Well, it ain't true. It just isn't true. The ivermectin that's available for horses is the same ivermectin that's available for you. It's just vastly cheaper and easier to get without a prescription. Yet you're being warned by the FDA. Don't do it. But they can't give any proof of a problem. And finally, a top Chinese whistleblower now reveals the truth about COVID as an unrestricted warfare bioweapon. Dr. Meng Yun, a virologist who has been relentlessly persecuted due to her beliefs concerning the coronavirus and the true reasons the COVID virus was unleashed on the global population, conducted an interview when in a great deal about how the Chinese Communist Party, along the People's Liberation Army, actually released this virus as a bioweapon that they could use to consolidate global power. Joe Biden has a love affair with China and just doesn't want to admit those things because, unfortunately, he and his son and family have had a hand to the cookie jar. Friends, it's better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in men. It's better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes and powers and presidents and, yes, even the FDA and Dr. Fauci. This broadcast was brought to you out of love, not sensationalism. Become a partner with us in your gifts by Faith to Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, or go to our website, saveus.org, and become a partner as we prepare the way of the Lord for history's final hour.